Chapter Five of California Sketches by Oscar Penn Fitzgerald. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Five: The Fatal Twist. Alcohol and opium were his masters. He alternated in their use. Only a brain of extraordinary strength and nerves of steel could have stood the strain. He had a large practice at the Sonora Bar, was a popular politician, made telling stump speeches, and wrote pungent and witty editorials for the Union Democrat, conducted by that most genial and unselfish of party pack-horses, A. N. Francisco. He was a fine scholar, and so thoroughly a gentleman in his instincts, that even when drunk he was not vulgar or obscene cynicism and waggery were mingled in his nature but he was more cynic than wag an accidental meeting under pleasant circumstances and agreement in opinion concerning certain current issues that were exciting the country developed a sort of friendship between us he affected scepticism and was always ready to give a thrust at the clergy it sometimes happened that a party of the wild blades of the place would come in a body to my little church on the hillside to hear such a discourse as my immaturity could furnish but he was never among them all he seemed to want from the community in which he lived was something to sneer or laugh at and the means wherewith to procure the narcotics with which he was destroying his body and brain as we met oftener i became interested in him more and more looking at his splendid head and handsome face it was impossible not to admire him and think of the possibilities of his life could he be freed from his vices he was still under thirty but he was a drunkard he was shy of all allusions to himself and i do not know how it was that he came to open his mind to me so freely as he did one morning i found him alone in his office he was sober and sad and in a different mood from any in which i had ever before met him our conversation touched upon many topics for he seemed disposed to talk how slight a circumstance i remarked will sometimes give colouring to our whole character and affect all our after life yes he answered bitterly do i realise the truth of your remark when i was in my fourteenth year an incident occurred which has influenced all my subsequent life i was always a favourite with my school teachers and i loved them with a hearty boyish affection especially did i entertain a most affectionate reverence for the kind old man who presided over the boys academy in my native town in massachusetts he became my instructor when i was ten years old and i was his favourite pupil with a natural aptness for study my desire to win his approbation stimulated me to make exertions that always kept me at the head of my class and i was frequently held up to the other pupils as an example of good behaviour i was proud of his opinion and sought to deserve it stimulated both by ambition and affection nothing seemed too difficult for me the three years i was under his tuition were the best employed and happiest of my life but my kind old preceptor died the whole town was plunged in sorrow for his loss and my boyish grief was bitter here he paused a few moments and then went on soon a new teacher took his place he was unlike the one we had lost he was a younger man and he lacked the gentleness and dignity of his predecessor but i was prepared to give him my confidence and affection 
for then i had learned nothing else i sought to gain his favour and was diligent in study and careful of my behaviour for several days all went on smoothly a rule of the school forbade whispering one day a boy sitting just behind me whispered my name involuntarily i half inclined my head toward him when the new teacher called to me angrily come here sir i obeyed grasping me tightly by the collar he said how dare you whisper in school i told him i had not whispered hearing my name called i only turned to don't dare to tell me a lie he thundered lifting me from the floor as he spoke and tripping my feet from under me causing me to fall violently my head striking first i was stunned by the fall but soon rose to my feet bruised and bewildered yet burning with indignation take your seat sir said he enforcing the command by several sharp strokes of the rod and be careful in future how you lie to me i walked slowly to my seat a demon had entered my soul for the first time i had learned to hate i hated that man from that hour and i hate him still he still lives and if i ever meet him i will be even with him yet he had unconsciously risen from his seat while his eyes flashed and his face was distorted with passion after a few moments he continued this affair produced a complete change in my conduct and character i hated my teacher i looked upon him as an enemy and treated him accordingly losing all relish for study from being at the head i dropped to the foot of my class instead of seeking to merit a name for good behaviour my only ambition was to annoy the tyrant placed over me he treated me harshly and i suffered severely he beat me constantly and cruelly under these influences my nature hardened rapidly i received no sympathy except from my mother and she did not understand my position i felt that she loved me although she evidently thought i must be in the wrong my father laid all the blame on me and with a stern sense of justice refused to interfere in my behalf at last i began to look upon him as an accomplice of my persecutor and almost hated him too i became suspicious and misanthropic i loved no one but my mother and sought the love of no other thus passed several years my time was wasted and my nature perverted i was sent to college for which i was poorly prepared here a new life began my effort to rise above the influences that had been so hurtful to me failed my college career soon terminated i could not shake off the effects of the early injustice and mismanagement of which i was the victim i came to california in a reckless spirit and am now mortgaged to the devil what i might have been under other circumstances i know not but i do know that the best elements of my nature were crushed out of me by the infernal tyrant who was my teacher and that i owe him a debt i would be glad to pay he spoke truly the mortgage was duly foreclosed he died of delirium tremens a single act of injustice sowed the seeds of bitterness that marred the hopes of a whole life the moral of this sketch is commended to teachers and parents. End of chapter 5